You are listening to The Business Wilderness. My guest today is Frederick Joy. Frederick co-founded Arcanis in 2010. Frederick has worked with more than 250 companies, from big enterprises to small startups. Welcome to the Business Wilderness. My name is Ahmed Al-Huli and today I have a very special guest with me, Mr. Frederick Joy. How are you? Hey Ahmad, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Fred, I'm very well, thank you. Frederick is from Arcanus. He is the co-founder and partner. Frederick, let's dig down a bit deeper now. Where did it all begin for you, Frederick? Uh, well, it began uh, when I uh, started my, my career. I always wanted to, to build something um, on my own, but I thought first I needed to gain some experience in the, um, I would say, the corporate world where um, I climbed slowly the, the ladder for the first uh, six to seven years. And then when I had the opportunity to actually leave Switzerland where I'm born and I lived until uh, a bit before I was 30, um, I jumped to, the, to, to Hong Kong to work uh, with a friend of mine on, a, on an e-commerce venture. I knew I was doing the right choice because that friend had been very successful in the past. He's been building a few companies before that. And uh, when he asked me to, to join him, uh, I thought this was the, the, the one chance I had to, uh, to take. And, um, and then um, from there, we started uh, two companies, actually. Uh, and, and eight years later, uh, here we are. You're currently where? Which part of the world are you in? Uh, so now I'm in the Philippines. I stayed um, for a bit more than a, a year and a half in Hong Kong. And then we had an opportunity to, to buy a, a side business in the Philippines that we basically had never been to and never heard of really uh, before. And uh, when we came to the Philippines, we discovered that for what we were doing, so uh, internet and online businesses and businesses related to technology, it was the right place for, for us to do what we wanted to, to do next. Awesome. And you're currently the co-founder and partner at Arcanus? Yes. So tell, uh, so tell us a bit more about Arcanus. So, Arcanis, so we founded Arcanis in 2010 with my business partner, Alan. Uh, we're a software development company. Uh, we help a lot of, uh, I would say, small and medium uh, businesses from Australia, um, a lot of them also from, from Europe. And over the years, we noticed that a lot of startups were also knocking on our door. And uh, we've decided that uh, in, in the ones we really believe in, we not only help them with software development, but invest in them. Wow. So you invest in them with capital or services? So mostly services, but we also link them to other types of investors uh, to make sure that really it can accelerate both their, I would say, technology, uh, I mean, the, the te technology advancement and also get some cash for other uh, expenditures such as marketing to grow their, their user base or, or to reach uh, different kinds of market quicker. Wow, awesome, awesome. Okay, so 
tell us a bit more about Arcanus and 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 the way forward. Where do you guys see yourselves moving forward, and which other parts of the world are you looking to expand into? Um, it's a tough question, but basically now we see that uh, in the last year and a half we've been really growing uh, much more, much faster than we expected because we've raised. I would say the the bar really high with what we're doing, and our clients are referring us to to other partners, and we are mostly interested now in reaching out um, to I would say startup hubs in Australia, in Hong Kong, Singapore, Southeast Asia in general, where we see the the biggest growth for us, uh, and it's been really working very well, and so we want to to be known as the expert in, in, in building robust business platforms for, for these, I would say, mostly B2B startups that heavily rely on software as a service to, uh, to service their own customers. Okay, that, that sounds awesome. So, I mean, technology nowadays is really evolving really, really quick. You have all these yes. tech startups establishing themselves in, in different spaces and industries. What advice can can you give these these startups? I mean, there's there's a bit of a saying, or not a saying, a, a an unspoken rule in the um, startup world or the investors world, I should say. They say investors don't really like to invest in startups that don't have either a tech co-founder involved or a tech founder, right? Yeah. So that's that's become a bit of a hurdle for some organisations. How can you? Right. How, what advice can you give these startups that want to establish these organizations but don't have a tech background and can't find the tech co-founder? Um, well, um, I think it's very important that they find the tech co-founder. Uh, you mentioned some don't find them, and it's true. It's very difficult to actually find the tech co-founder. But when you want to build a business that is relying on technology. Uh, the tech co-founder is probably the, I mean, the central part of of this business because you can We don't believe in outsourcing completely the technology to uh, to a, a, a software development partner, for example, like us, because it it reduces the ownership of of the business um, from the founders themselves, and then so they will struggle down the road uh, to find investors because the investors probably don't really want to invest in tech, in companies that do not own their own technology or do not own the knowledge of their technology. So um, uh, we really recommend those startups to go extra length to find a trustworthy um, uh, CTO. And um, when I say trustworthy, I mean that they also need, I mean, it's a very important choice they have to make and they have to make sure that they, they, they get enough validation from uh, other people that that know the business and tell them, okay, this guy has the technical uh, resources to to help you out, but also has the personal uh, resources to to become a partner in the in the company. Uh, we see a lot of, of startups, even some we help, where we had to uh, take over the the CTO role uh, because. Uh, things didn't go well between the co-founders and the tech co-founder or the CTO, uh, for that matter. So the technology people in the company are extremely important, and it's it's really uh, a central choice. 
100%. Uh, yeah. So technology nowadays is evolving real quick. Um, we he- we're hearing a lot about AI. We're hearing a lot about voice. We're hearing a lot yeah. about AR, VR. I mean, yeah. where does it end? And it's moving really, really quickly. But what I did notice is, as of recent, or not really recent, last few years, Alexa Voice, Google Home, um, yeah. Facebook is coming up with their own device. Yeah. Uh, what's the story there? I mean, are we are we slowly, slowly moving away from typing and, and messaging and just working our way ourselves into voice because usually when these larger organizations do that they, they usually set a trend yeah um i think i mean the what has been happening since uh birth of of computers uh i think we everything has become more and more user-friendly uh we we haven't moved yet away from the keyboard we haven't moved away from uh, laptops and, and those heavy devices. But first, we're moving very, very mobile now. I mean, probably more than half of the planet has have probably never touched a laptop or a computer, so they, they connect to the Internet uh, through their phones. Um, and so I think the trend is generally to, move, to, to make it just more friendly. So maybe one day it would be simply talking to our devices. They would, they would understand exactly what we... Uh, what we mean, they would do stuff for us where we don't need to to really do anything on the screen, but would just talk to them. And if you if you go even further, uh, but that's like science fiction. But uh, maybe one day they would just uh, uh, would just put a chip in our brain, and then those devices would be a simple extension of of who we are. And maybe would they wouldn't even have an interface except for. Uh, displaying content that we would want to to play uh, or listen to. Uh, I mean, that's that's stretching it really far. But I think this race, yeah, is is never going to end. Wow, that's <laughs> that would be interesting to to sit there and see that. I mean, yeah, I always think I'm born uh, I'm born fifty years too early. <laughs> you you'd like to see it out, eh? I would, I would love to, yeah. Yeah, that actually makes two of us. Um, okay, let's let's go back a couple of steps. Um, you you guys built this this company and have been involved in a few software development companies and tech companies yeah. and so on. What yeah. what obstacles and challenges do you guys see across the board with these companies climbing and growing, or th- or throughout their journey? Well. Uh, well, they, I mean, every company faces a lot of different uh, 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 challenges, but the ones we see mostly are on the technology side, and I think uh, um, a lot of these startups, for example, are learning uh, as they go. So it's young entrepreneurs that have some experience, but they've never really managed uh, an operation as big as, as the ones they're building or uh, have done this on their own. So the way... We, we see that, at least for these software startups, is, is that they need a lot of help in organizing uh, their, their, their software delivery, their processes, and stuff like that. And this is one of the major uh, risks they have, is that they, they don't manage their tech successfully, and, and so they, some of them never ship anything, and so never reach the market, and then never generate any revenue. So that, that's one thing we try to help them reduce, uh, risks. That's one area we, we help them with that. 
The other part is that a lot of them, because it's such a an explosion of ideas and and and, and startups that want to solve X Y Z problem, uh, some of them completely forget about the market. They just concentrate on the idea they, they, they think is good to uh, to work on, but they don't solve a real issue. And so they they are too early spending too much money on a product uh, that they haven't uh, validated. And so we also try to come in there and tell them what they should do before they actually spend a lot of money in, in building their product, uh, if that makes sense. Do you see a bit of a trend where there's a bit of lack of connection between the idea and the practicality and building a business model around the idea? Sometimes. And I think, um, yeah, I think this support is missing uh, between the idea and then I think the validation of on how to really execute this idea on a... On a validation stage yeah, yeah. Of a product market fit I think that's where it, it things uh, things don't go so well either it's like guys some guys have great ideas but they don't know how to validate their product so like good ideas that could make it to the market never make it because they don't execute the vision and in some other parties like guys who have an idea but that has no market uh, build stuff and spend money and die okay Awesome, awesome. Frederick, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. You, you've given Thanks us a great heap of, a, a heap of insight, very informative. And for all those young entrepreneurs and startups out there looking for tech support and to be and some tech advice, how can they get a hold of you on social media or, or in general? Um, I think the best is uh, through LinkedIn where, I mean, that's for uh, professional purposes but i'm mostly on uh, on instagram that's a platform i really like i think they've done a great job of making things really uh uh easy and so i'm there as well what's what's your name on instagram just so uh, people know fred, fred, fred joy that's my handle f-r-e-d-g-o-y-e f-r-d f-r-e-d-g-o-y-e yeah awesome awesome so for those of you looking for tech support need some tech work done there you go ladies and gentlemen fred joy um thank you once again for joining me on the business wilderness it's been an absolute pleasure